All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I had an interesting experience less than 24 hours ago. We are going to unpack it because I think there are some interesting things to be gleaned from it. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys are looking for New Year's Eve plans for swinger lifestyle events, which why would you not be? That's like swinger Christmas. Pretty much. Then you need to head to Cassidy because not only are they going to have all the clubs that are in your area or that you can travel to, but they're also going to have all of the other events. So get your naughty on this New Year's Eve with Cassidy and do it for free because all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, you're going to get an entire month of free Cassidy access to check it out for yourself. So again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner, try it, see it, love it. Hopefully you love it as much as we do. So this obviously is coming out on Christmas. Yes. I would assume most people are not having us in their earbuds for their Christmas celebration, but you never know. It could happen, I guess. Probably not, but you know, Merry Christmas anyway. You're making your like Christmas ham or prime rib and we're talking dirty in your ear. Fuck, I hope that's happening. If anyone's doing that, you have to let us know that's a thing. Probably. Because that's fucking hot. (laughs) We we have some friends that are probably doing that. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Well, I would assume most of you are listening after Christmas, so hopefully you had a fabulous holiday season if you observe. We obviously wish you lots of love and luck in the new year as well yeah so. i mean listen we'll take all we can get so of love and luck all of it fuck yeah man yeah and sex that cox, too. hard cocks that. that's what i'm hoping for in the yep, new year particularly that well you had some <laughs> last night or yesterday i should say or uh, it, was, it was last night last night yeah. yeah it was last night we'll get to that it was there were some very interesting elements and i, I really want to talk to you about all of it so we're I gonna told get you what there i think already so i'm happy to, to uh <laughs> go back over that with you but you know where i'm at with it We also have a single guy tip of the week this week that I think will be a little fiery. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, and and the guys don't get all upset. Don't get all worked up. This is really a couple's tip of the week. And for the guys, we definitely give you some shit. There's no doubt. And most of it is well-deserved. However, in this particular case, I would say single guys beware. This is what you're dealing with. And this goes, it really is amazing how cyclical this shit is because we did the bonus episode yesterday. And I was all fired up and worked up over these fucking couples that reach out to me with their disrespectful behavior. Yep. So I literally have frozen all of my digital communication. I'm, I'm done fucking with couples. Our friends, obviously, are a different story. But the people that are reaching out to me, I'm done. I've had it. So after we do this recording yesterday, late last night, we get an email and it's fucking horrendous. And again, it's couples with this sense of fucking entitlement that is unjustifiable. And I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm done dealing with it. So we'll get to that. I will say I am putting myself back out there, especially going into the new year, trying to find some new play partners. Yeah, I'm removing myself. You're throwing yeah. yourself into the mix. <laughs> throwing myself into the flames and you're yeah. getting out of the flames. I'm getting the fuck out of it. Yeah. I'm honestly excited. I want some new blood. <laughs> that sounds horrible as we're talking about flames. God, this is a this is a yeah. light episode, Over isn't Christmas. it? <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, listen, what you need, I told you what you need. Uh, because our schedules are so fucked, and most people, most people are busy. People have, you know, responsibilities. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, right? But for you, because our schedule is so jacked, you need a couple of different components when it comes to play partners. So you have two, much like I do, regular play partners. Right? That are ridiculously busy. The, yep. Their schedules suck just like ours. Yep. And so what you need, and these are guys who are, you know, one of them's partnered. The other's a single dad. These are, you know, middle-aged guys. Yep. You need... On the, you know, to cap those, to bookend those, you need like two younger guys Ugh. with far fewer responsibilities who could drop in, you know, the drop of a hack and just show up in the middle of the night and bang your brains out, right? So that's essentially what <laughs> And I told you happening. that's not what I want. I'm no. like, I'm looking for like 45 year old dudes yeah, who have no. open schedules no. and no wives and no kids. And you're like, no. good fucking luck. Yeah, good luck. Listen, the problem with that is maybe there isn't a significant other. Maybe there isn't kids. Maybe there's someone who owns their own business or they're retired. But, or their kids are grown and gone. Yeah, That's... but there are still other, you know, responsibilities that people that age have that just come with time. That's the problem. Yeah, I guess. And 
look at what happened yesterday, which we'll obviously get into, but you uh, had a date planned. With were, Cade. Yes, yeah, you guys Cade. have heard about on the podcast. He's the single dad. He was supposed to come over and fuck my brains out, and he yeah. had to cancel because of his kid, which yeah. is totally understandable. I will never fault someone no, for no, no. putting first. their kids first, yeah, right? He does yeah. what he has to do. He's a single dad. He's a solid dude. But, but I were, was horned the fuck yeah, you were up. up. I all wanted day. to be fucked so badly. Literally, from the moment I woke up, I was like, I have to get fucked today. I mean, yeah. obviously, you and I can fuck anytime, but well, and you know, did, adding but... in that extra spice, I just I wanted it so badly. Yeah, so what you did was exactly what I suggested that you needed. Yeah. And it worked. Yep. On some level. Of course, there's always, you know, the, the extenuating <laughs> we'll get to that. circumstances. We'll get to that, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's really what you kind of need to do at this point because, you know, you've got great regular play partners. The availability is tough. I have amazing play partners. I'm very fortunate. However, their schedules are just as chaotic as ours, you know? Well, so what I think I'm going to do is put in like our bios, my bio, Something to the effect of, I need you to have fairly open availability. Not yeah, that you, you have do. to drop everything to come fuck me if I want to fuck. Right. But if you're somebody that has a million responsibilities, because I'm it's also tough. talking to this great guy right now who is my age. Yeah, but you told me he's got a new. He's married. Yeah. He has a very young child. Yeah. And he has a crazy work schedule. Yeah. So it's like, and another play partner already. Right. So I'm like, how the fuck am I going to fit into that world? You're not. It, well, you might if you had all of the availability that you require from someone else. Right. We don't have that. It, January is fucked for us, right? Christmas is coming. It's, you know, it's a wrap. We got five days out of town with the family. January is an absolute disaster for us. February is just as fucked up. Then Probably March. Worse, yeah. yeah. Then March hits and it's full court press till... October of 24. Where the fuck are we going to find this time? Because we're not done. I mean, there's still some stuff we could add to the list that we have kind of up in the air. Uh, you know, where the fuck are we going to get that time? Fortunately, my two play partners, they're just as busy. Jade is a single person, but her schedule for work is nuts. Natasha is a married person, and they have a business. They're very busy, and they travel a great deal. So between the two of them, it works. I, it works. Yeah. And I have, again, no interest in in going any further with any of these couples or anybody else I'm dealing with. It's just too much. I'm fucking over <laughs> it. I'm fucking over it. So I'm I'm good. And now we just got to figure out how to make this work for you because, you know, let's face it, you're insatiable and you're greedy and you want it all. I want all the cock. Yes, you do. And so, some vagina thrown in for good well, measure. You know, and that's just the other thing. Like, you know, dealing with guys, fuck me, man. For me, it's like, I mean, as bad as you gals think it is dealing with fucking dudes, <laughs> good fucking luck. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. So I'm... I'm really going to just stay, you know, quite content with what I've got going on. Now, we have friends, obviously, that we're going to see at our events and, you know, as we travel and all that kind of stuff. But as far as, like, home, because I was talking to you the other day about how do we open up or or grow our circle here at home? And everybody thinks, like, we're crazy. Like, oh, you live in Vegas. How could you not, you know, how difficult could it be? It's fucking insane here. Well, it's not only insane because it's Vegas. It's also very difficult because we don't play with couples. Like, no. even if we're no. just, even if we make it clear to people, this is platonic. We're not looking to fuck you. We just want to hang out with some other lifestylers. Right. What inevitably happens? What was it good, Well, what's it going to take? Yeah. For you or, guys to play. Or, hey, we've been friends for X amount of time now. Yeah. Should we all just fuck? How many times have we had that happen yeah. to us? The answer is no. No, thank you. No, you're great people. We yeah. really like you. You're attractive. You're amazing. But we don't no. want to fuck you. No. That's not why we're hanging out with you. No. Yeah, it's tough. It really is tough doing it the way that we do. The lifestyle in well, general. Well, also... You know, the lifestyle here in Vegas is very protected from the local by the locals because of the, you know, the the tra the transient nature of Vegas, the tourist nature of Vegas. So, as we're finding out cuz you just went to a birthday party, you met a group of people you've never met before. Yep. We don't know any of them. Not no. I knew one other person besides the couple hosting. And the person that you brought with you, right. John. So there's a group of people that that are very active lifestylers we've never met. Well, that's because here there are pockets of, of individual communities. Well, these that are people never... that don't really go to clubs. They do the house party thing. Yep. They kind of you know uh, rotate whose house they're yep. going to host at. Yep. So I wouldn't know them unless no. I did something like this. And I'm really glad that I did that. But it also puts us in kind of a weird spot. Well, yeah. Because I'm not going to go to a stranger's house by myself, and you no. don't want to go to house parties. No. And I don't think I have found the right recipe with any of my play partners for. That that to be a thing. You know what no. I mean? Where they're like the person that goes with me to those right. things. Well, and also though, like to my point with this whole experience, that particular group, and it was a fairly good sized group, they go to house parties amongst each other. 
Right. So they're not going to the clubs and the resorts and not doing all that shit. So we would never have met them. You would never have met them and you know never had any contact with right. them. That goes on a lot here because they don't fuck with people coming in from out of town. Yep. They're not on the sites. They deal with their own friends in their own little kind of circle. And there's a lot of that here. So for us, it's very difficult. There are no good meet and greets here. They're trash. There are only two clubs here that we would consider going to. <laughs> yeah. And... They only allow single guys on one of those on one night, other than our you know Thursdays. So it really does become a little bit difficult. Now, fortunately, we're not home a lot, so we do a lot of traveling, and we can meet people on you know as we as we go to these different places all around the country. Yeah, I mean, I hate to bitch because we literally have friends in everywhere. almost every single state. Everywhere. I so, mean, it's just you know, yeah. I yeah. mean, we're really really fortunate in that way. So yeah, it, but now yeah. we don't get to see our friends as often as no. we would like, and I think that's part of the problem. It is, is like if we're you know alone on a Thursday night, and we're like, oh, we should call someone up and then I'm like but who who do well, we get a hold of you and know again, what I mean some of our friends locally their schedules are just as fucked as ours exactly you know they're not in town they run businesses they have children they've got all kinds of shit going on you know yeah. we have a very unique situation you and I we answer to no one other than each other we don't even have a fucking goal we don't have a plant so we don't have to worry about anybody or anything else we don't you have know a plant. we have a lot of free time we don't even have to water shit it's we don't awesome have shit <laughs> so yeah we have a lot of availability more so than most people when it comes to being able to go out on a fucking Tuesday night you know yeah very few people have that opportunity so it's difficult there's no doubt about it uh, but I don't know we'll figure it out for me like I said when it comes to the play dynamic you know I, I would you're just gonna rather, stop fucking couples yeah. I am fucking done I would just rather you you know kind of find what you're looking for and that that will inevitably make things better for me anyway yeah so for me it just is what it is I'm just fucking over these folks I'm ready to be under some folks. (laughs) If you know know what I mean, (laughs) I five. (laughs) You're ridiculous. You're not the funny one. I don't know why you keep trying. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just a weirdo. You are. Oh, that you are. You're a weird. There's no question about that. Between the two of us, I'm the more weird one. By the way, everyone that's reached out from the last episode says I'm the fun one. So no, that's only because they're trying to be nice. We crowdsourced it, and you're wrong, sir. I most certainly am not. You have no idea how many people reach out to me privately, like, no, no, you're really the fun one. Oh, how many people said that? A lot. Zero. I don't want to throw them under the bus. Probably one. No, that's not true. Probably one person that's had your cock and really wants <laughs> no, to have it again. that is not true at all. <laughs> this person did not have my cock. That is not true So at you're all. admitting it's one. Uh, there's at least one, is what I'm saying. There's at least one person who thinks I'm the funny one, I'm the fun one. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying. You're, you're not funny. You're weird. Do they want funny. your cock? I don't know, and I, I wouldn't presume. Probably. I don't know. If they're lying to you like that. throwing it out there like that. <laughs> I'm not just slinging it all around town. Okay, so let's get to uh, what happened last night. Okay. (laughs) Brian has to mentally prepare for this. I had to read this fucking email multiple times before I responded. So here's what happened. You were gone. I had my date. And then we got this message while you were still out. I went to the gym. You had a date. Yes. When I left the gym, because we get a lot of fucking emails. I can't, we can't check them all at once throughout the day. So I break it up as the day goes on. So this is about seven o'clock our time when I... I got in the car, I was cooling off, and I got a cup of coffee, you know, iced coffee from the place right next door to the gym. So I'm sitting in the parking lot, uh, which is right near our office. So I could have come here. I just didn't feel like doing it. And um, I'm reading this email. And as I'm reading it, it starts out like this is a, I mean, first of all, it was a phenomenal experience for this couple. Okay. Let's also say that uh, we're probably losing a listener over this. And I I don't give a fuck. I I could care less. I don't listen. If this is the kind of person you are, you don't need to listen to my show. Yeah. Here's the, the tone of the message. This was a woman reaching out to give us a single guy tip of the week to share on the show. And she's like, please don't use my name. Trust me. We won't fucking use your Congratulations. You got on. You are, you are the single (laughs) guy tip of the week, not under the circumstances with which you thought you would be. Yeah. Because this person was genuinely reaching out to us as a like a fucking PSA. Right. Right. Like so, this happened. Can you believe what happened to us right. type of thing? Yeah. The first two the, the the first two thirds of this email, if you were to just read that, it was literally the perfect stag vixen hot wife couple experience with a single guy. Yeah. Right? She used terms like, what was the one term she used? So here's what happened. Let, let's walk through the entire story here. Two months ago, she started talking to this single guy. The, or they did as a couple. They did. And he was very cool, very respectful. Yes. Everything was going very well digitally. Yes. They finally decided they were going to meet him or she was going she to, was meet, going him. to meet him. Yeah. So she goes and meets him at a place and it goes so well that within 20 minutes, she decides she wants to get a hotel room. With Well, they or they already had one of, uh, set up because she and the 
the husband, he was there when this play uh, session went down. So they both met him together. It went so fucking well that inside of 20 minutes, boom, they're back at the fucking hotel. And by all accounts, it was a mind-blowing experience. Based, these are her words. She literally said she was on top of the world yes. after this experience with said. this guy. Everything yes. everything about him and her interaction with him was fucking Perfect. flawless. Perfect. So okay. 99.9% of couples in this situation are like, wow, what a fucking cool... Can you pass me that guy's fucking contact information? Of course, right. Yes. That's what people are thinking. And so if then, you had stopped right there, exactly. This is the kind of email where I would have, if, if she had stopped there, I would have reached out to her and said, "Hey, tell me what this guy did that was so incredible that within 20 minutes you're like, fuck yeah, I need this guy inside me.' Like, yep. how did this happen? Because that's information that guys can use. Yeah, right. That's a of real. Course. That's like and couples. That's a big fucking. That's a big deal. No, no, no. So the, the the last couple of paragraphs of this is is where things get fucking sideways. So what happens is she she describes her husband as observant. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think that's important. I to don't know think here. that word means what they think it means. I would not use that particular word. I wouldn't use it either. He videoed some of it or took pictures or something. No, he, took images. he was in the room. And he noticed a, a tattoo on the guy's back. Oh, that's right. The tattoo was a name, yes. which was clearly the gentleman's name because it was on his, you know, probably on the upper portion of his back. This is not an unusual tattoo. Right. The husband noticed it. Well, after this mind-blowing, phenomenal, top-of-the-world experience, they decide to go home. The husband looks the guy up and he finds out that the guy was charged charged with a felony According to them, two days before they started digitally communicating with this guy. So about two months before they met him. Correct. Now, I've got a few problems with all of this, which we'll get into. However, from that... Well, we're also... We're not going to say the no, felony charge, say the charge but let's no. just say it was nothing sexually based. It had nothing no. to do with domestic violence, no, listen, any of no, that kind of stuff. There's no sexual charge. There's no attack against uh, a woman or a child. No. You know, there are certain things that you're not going to get away with as far as I'm concerned. You're you're creeping on fucking kids. You're a tree jumper or you're taking advantage of younger, underage or vulnerable people. You're a fucking scumbag. You're a piece of shit. You got no business in this space or anywhere else for that matter. So you can kick fucking rocks. Yeah. That's not what happened. That's here. not what this okay, was. Okay, that's not what this was. In yeah. fact, it was so ambiguous, it's impossible to know exactly what happened based on what they said. It could be a million could different be anything. things. Okay, okay, yeah. Also, he was charged. Not convicted. Right. He was charged. Okay. He has so, not been in front of a judge or a jury not as or far any as they of know. that he, shit. Nope, yeah. Not at all. Absolutely nope. not. As far as they're concerned, he was charged, what they said was charged with a felony. Yep. Two days before they started speaking to him, which would have been a little over two months before they actually met him. Right. Okay. Because of that, they are beside themselves. In fact, the last thing they said was if you, this was the single guy tip, single this guy is what tip. they say. Yep. Single guy tip. If you're a felon, don't be in the lifestyle, or at least don't tattoo your last name on your back. Yep. That's what they said. Okay, let me tell you something, people. I am also a convicted felon. Okay? You have no fucking idea what I did or how many felonies I fucking, you know, I, I was responsible for, but I was a kid when that happened. I was 16 years old. Yeah. Are you going to hold responsible? Going to hold me responsible for what I did when I was sixteen? It was forty fucking years ago. Okay, you have no idea what. Well, and much like this situation, as you're saying that, I mean, there's a lot of elements to what you were charged with that were very unfair. Com listen, complete horseshit. Most of the time, that's what happens. So you have no idea what this guy's real, what the story was, and also. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Right? The The whole gist of this was you had a great fucking time with seemingly a fucking awesome dude. Everything went according to plan. You've got a little buyer's remorse because what it sounds like to me is your husband's butthurt because his observational skills were He got weren't nosy exactly... as fuck. Let's call it like well, it is. He's no. a fucking nosy asshole. Mr. Fucking Observant didn't catch it before. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> he felt like he got got. Right. right. And of course, there, you know... It isn't this guy's responsibility to give you his fucking personal resume. He's yeah. not applying for a fucking job. You know, this was a fucking yeah. lifestyle you do date. The, a background check on every single person your wife fucks. I mean, well, there are certain things that we do, but I'm not going to fucking people search, and I'm not doing fucking background checks. <laughs> no, you know, if I feel like I have to do that, then this isn't a guy you're going to hang out with. Exactly. You know. Also, I am observant. And now I would have spotted the guy as a fucking felon, probably. I would have known he had some kind of background just because of my background. Just like I can spot a cop a mile away. We, you know, we've done that many times. Like I've told you, oh, yeah, he's, he's law enforcement. That guy's law enforcement. Happens every fucking time. Yeah, and you're always right. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so 
By the way, no no diss on law enforcement. No, That's not at all. I just, it's just I, you I can grew, just spot it. Yeah. My entire family's co- or cops. So yeah. I mean, it's like you know, I, I'm sitting down with someone that I know. It just it's very easy for me, but. The idea that you start out with how amazing this was and you give this stranger a glowing review, but all you got from it was, well, he's a criminal. Well, first of all, he's not a criminal. He hasn't you, been convicted, he hasn't been convicted of, of anything right. that you're aware of. All you know is that he was charged. Charged and convicted are very different fucking things. you know. And to say that felons shouldn't be in the lifestyle, are you fucking serious? Well, th- we the have reason, friends in the lifestyle that are felons. Yeah, the reason I had an issue with it, like I said, when we were driving to the studio this morning, is that is not a good indicator of no. whether somebody is a good or bad person no. innately. How many really fucking horrible people do we know that have never been to jail or prison? Listen. I mean, that that's ridiculous. Ridiculous to assume that somebody, even if he did get convicted of something, which again, we know a lot of people that have been convicted of felony charges. I have a friend doing 30 years that right now. are wonderful people. They're not bad people. They made yeah. a mistake. They did something stupid. I'm not yeah. I'm not uh, excusing the bad behavior, no. but it doesn't innately make you a horrible person. I've got one friend doing 50 years of federal time and another one doing 30 years of state time. So they're great fucking guys. They made terrible fucking mistakes. One of them was a kid and he made a really stupid fucking mistake. Stake. Yep. And he's doing 30 fucking years. And, you know, if he got out tomorrow, I would recommend him for any job and, and put him in front of anybody. He's a stand up dude, you know. So, yeah, one thing's got nothing to do with the other. And by the way, most of fucking the best people I know, they've got a criminal background. Well, so. and the other thing I'll say is, like, if that is important to you, I'm not judging anyone for having their own standards. No. If that is your standard, then it is your responsibility to Flush make sure that you're not fucking people who have been charged with anything. Yep. I mean, listen, I, I think your options are going to be very limited, I, but you could ask people, like, what is your first and last name? I'm going to Google you. I'm going to make yeah. sure everything is above board yeah. before we ever decide to meet. Again, I don't necessarily recommend doing that because no. I think it's kind of ridiculous. No. But if that is something that's important to you, you have the responsibility to figure that out before you ever actually meet someone. What I said to them in the email was, it's up to you to do your due diligence. If that is your boundary, if that is something you're concerned about, and it is your right to do so... You should have done your due diligence before clothes came off. It's literally what I said to them. Yeah. Uh, that's on you. It's not fuck him. It's fuck you. No, fuck you, you are the problem here. Yeah, absolutely. And what, you know, you're upset because what, your friends are going to find out that you had sex with a guy with a fucking uh, felony charge? Oh, no. You're yeah. out of the PTA What's now? What's the harm? What? Yeah. Big if you find this deal. out, just don't fuck him again. I yeah. mean, did it change the fact that you had mind-blowing sex and you describe no. yourself as being on top of the world afterwards? No. No, it fucking doesn't. No. That was still a good experience. Yep. Whether or not you find out later, I mean, the guy could be a giant piece of shit. We don't doesn't know. doesn't change the fact no. that she had fun. Listen, the first two-thirds of that email laid out the quintessential perfect experience for a stag vixen hot wife couple. Yep. If you had read just that, you'd have been envious. People yep. would have been like, well, fuck, that's amazing. Uh-uh. You get to the bottom of it, it's like, oh, you got you got buyer's remorse. You got some sour grapes because you think you're going to get kicked out of the fucking chess club or some shit. And the audacity club. to type all of this up and send, send it, it to us. us. It's yeah. like, Are you, do you think we're going to get on board with that? You must not be an avid listener because we've talked about you doing prison time in the past. Yeah, That's not, This is not a secret. No. So you're not that big of a listener, first of all. And second of all, if you think that we're going to be judgmental of people who have been convicted of crimes, period, you're out of your fucking mind. Listen, there are a lot of things to be judgmental in this space of people that are disrespectful respectful, people that are non-consensual, people that, you know, I mean, there's a million different things that someone could do that I would be like, yeah, that's a fucking asshole. Being charged and accused of something that you haven't even been convicted of yet doesn't, that doesn't make you a bad person. No, again, this is not a crime, not a, no, not a sexual based crime. Uh, nothing like that. Nothing well, we also that it, we also have a a system of law. It's not a perfect one by any by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But the legal system is in place for a reason. You can't just be you know a- anyone can accuse anyone of fucking absolutely. anything. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's just it. Charges are ambiguous. It doesn't necessarily mean a fucking thing. And you don't know what the guy did. You don't. You, you know. Again. This whole thing is fucked up because, oh, we're in a space that is just judgment-free. Bullshit. If you think that's the case, you are fucking kidding yourself. The first thing we do is judge people. You judge people based on their appearance fucking instantly. Instantly. Now, whether or not you become friends with those people and you ever have sex with them is a completely different conversation. But the first thing you're doing is judging people based on their appearance. Upon first meeting someone in this lifestyle, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That is what you're doing. So right out of the gate, you're judging. And this 
is a perfect example of the bullshit that people try to spew about how open and understanding and accepting a space this is. No, fuck no. Don't believe that shit for a second. Stop watching TikTok and believing all the unicorn and fucking rainbow videos. That shit ain't happening. Yeah, what I will this say is, is like real. if a red flag happened during the play session. Which it did not. And then afterwards they found out this information and it was like a confirmation bias type yes. thing. I, I guess I can understand that 100%, to some degree. 100%. But that's not what happened here. Not based on the email. No. Based on the email, this was a perfect fucking scenario for a couple looking to play with a single guy. Yep. You know, anybody that read that first, the first portion of this would have been like, man, give me that dude's fucking contact info. Right. Because that sounds fucking awesome. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. So I guess know? single guy tip is like, just know that they're, you're going to be judged. You're I mean, you, judged. you just are. It's yeah. constant yeah. and it sucks. I mean, I, I truly wish that we lived in this, you know, picture perfect judgment free world. That's not what's going on. No. And I think that's especially evident in the hot wife space, right? Yeah. With single men. Yeah. Because there is a lot of shitty behavior from single guys and you're constantly under a microscope, but also know that like there are certain things you're going to be judged for that just aren't fair. And well, that sucks, And but it's a reality. Well, it's kind of like the conversation about, you know, by guys or no, guys that are other than straight in this space and people who avoid having anything to do with by guys, whether they're straight or coupled or not. First of all, if you think you've been in the present, not been in the presence of a bisexual male in this space and you've been in it for any length of time, you're fucking kidding yourself because <laughs> yeah, right. you have. Exactly. You just don't know it because they didn't tell you. Probably, because they didn't come over and just touch your cock without well, asking. Also, probably, <laughs> Whatever you're afraid of. Well, probably because they know. feel like you're going to be, you will judge them, right? Of and, course, yeah. So this is this is no different. If you think, if you've been in this space for any length of time and you think you have not been in the company of someone who was potentially charged with a fucking felony, you are out of your mind. You are out of your mind. So now, do I think that, you know, she's like felon, stay away from the lifestyle like we were talking about earlier. If you have like a violent crime against a woman or a sexual crime or molestation or any of that kind of shit. uh, Yeah, you're a fucking horrible person. And I think you should rot. There's no place. That's very different than what this guy was being accused of. Based on what they said. Yeah, this is not a space for anyone with sexual deviancy or, you know, and it, you, fuck you, you don't have any business being around. I, and if you're, you're, if you're a, someone who takes advantage of the vulnerable, the weak children, you get, don't even fucking come anywhere near me or this space. You don't deserve to be, but that's not what this is. Right. That's not what this is, you know? And, and I find it again, it's that an unjustifiable sense of self-importance and entitlement that a lot of these couples they generate. Yeah. And this is exactly what I needed to hear to solidify for me why I am done digitally with these folks. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> so don't reach out to Brian anymore, everyone. Nope, He's not doing nope, it. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not going to be able to. He's not getting a response. Nope. Don't email me. <laughs> or you're not happening. getting a response from him, I should say. Yeah. Not a good one. Nope. Not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. And this is exactly why. This is not a judgment-free lifestyle. I fucking hate when people say that. It's not. This is a perfect example of it. That's not what this is about. Yeah. You know, you're going to be judged whether you like it or not. And single guys, if you don't, what you know, why do we preach all the time? Make sure your bio's on point. Make sure when you show up to an event or a resort or a club or a party or whatever, you are on your fucking A-game. Because the minute you cross the threshold or the minute someone hits your fucking profile, you're instantly judged. Yep. Instantly. Especially single guys. You're under a fucking microscope. The most ironic part of this entire thing is this couple was so hoping to make the show and when they were typing it out, they were like, oh, I'm so excited. We might be single guy tip of the week. We might get a show shout out you are oh, trust me you're getting a fucking shout out yeah. i assume this is probably the last time you'll be listening to fps so we hope that you have the 2024 that you deserve yes absolutely <laughs> best of luck to you okay so let's talk about last night for a quick second this was kind of a is the third time a charm type of experiment <laughs> because the first two times i was with this gentleman were not stellar well, necessarily but they've gotten exponentially better Oh, okay. Over time. So right? we're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about what that actually means and, and kind of the plan moving forward. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the French Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. We are going into a new year, and if you don't have your swinger bag stocked up, what the hell are you doing? You need the highest quality products, the products that are most likely to help with pleasure in the new year, and so you should head to Promescent and stock up right now. One of my favorite products that I think everyone should be trying is the warming gel for us vulva-owning people. I use it all the time. I use it solo when I'm using my toys. I use it with play partners. It just takes my play 
way to the next level. It's amazing. It stuff. just amps up everything. It feels so freaking good. And so, it's so good for your partner. What do you mean? Well, because you get that sense. Well, you don't get a sensation necessarily as the partner, but when you're, for me, when my partner is at that level, it just makes my experience that much better. Of course. Yeah. It's a it's a pleasurable experience for yeah. both of you. So amp up your playtime with Promescence products. You can also get lubes, uh, massage oils, and so much more. And you can do it at a discount. Right now, our listeners can get 10% off of Promescence products by heading to promescent.com slash FPS. That's Promescent, P-R. O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of our favorite bedroom wellness products. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Shameless Care, a service that we love, a company that we love. First of all, Shameless Care truly cares about the lifestyle scene, the lifestyle community, to the point that the person that runs the company and started it is actually a lifestyler. And he started it because he was getting uh, a lot of STI concerns, both for himself and for other people, and he wanted to make it easy for lifestylers to get their STI needs taken care of, which is why you can go to shamelesscare.com and get an STI kit set straight to your house. And unlike going to the doctor's offices, uh, which can be incredibly uncomfortable, but also you have to ask for swabs. You have to ask them to swab different areas of your body. And swabs are really important. I don't think enough lifestylers take that seriously. This is something that you should be doing on a regular basis. And Shameless Care knows that, which is why swabs are included in their testing. So if you want to get $30 off your first STI test at home, all you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use our code FPS at checkout. Again, that's $30 off your first STI kit or any of their other services at shamelesscare.com with the code FPS. If you are a listener of the show, you know how much we absolutely love hosting our events in Denver. Our hot wife parties in the Denver area are freaking amazing. We have the sexiest people that come out. So if you are a Denver hot wife couple, cuckold couple, respectful single guy, or you want to travel in, or you're just a sex positive person that wants to come to an upscale night of fun, we are going to be back in the Denver area for the Real Hot Wives of Denver on March 17th. Yeah, our favorite. it's some of my favorite events. Denver is just an amazing place. The venue is incredible. The people, I mean, I can't say enough good things about the Denver lifestyle scene. If you want to be amongst some of the coolest lifestylers you're ever going to meet, this is an event you don't want to miss. If you're in the Denver area, this is a must. So head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to see all of the information and grab your tickets while they last. Important to note that our Denver events typically do sell out. So do not wait. Get your tickets now at members.frontporchswingers.com. So let me preface this by saying this was kind of an exper- experiment for me because as you mentioned at, you know, just a little while ago in the show, I have hung out with this gentleman twice before. Yes. The first time I would say was kind of a disaster. And he agrees. I'm not talking shit. He listens no, no. to the show. He knows that I'm going to say this. We actually talked about it again last night. The first time was a train wreck. We yep. met him in the Link Promenade yep. and we had a drink with him at this Mexican restaurant at the bar. And he's very attractive. First nice of all, enough guy. the man is hot as fuck. Fuck. He's yeah. tall. He's beautiful. He's athletic. He has this amazing smile, super white teeth. I mean, he's just very, very nice to look at. And he was a really nice guy. But I wouldn't say there was a lot of chemistry. I think for me, it was like, okay, he's here. He's hot. You really wanted me to fuck someone. So I was like, let's roll the dice and see what happens. Well, th- here's the thing. And this is where where things get a little muddy when it comes to us. And that's what people don't generally understand when we talk about our play dynamic. Most couples, right, who are listening to this, who are in the same space we are, they're hot wives or stag vixen couples, whatever, they're like, okay, so you met him, he was nice, he was attractive, um, and you were both kind of, you know, into the idea, so what's the problem? Well, we operate a little bit differently. Me, personally, I got to have that connection, man. I got to have a little bit of cerebral energy there. Yeah. And if there's, if that's not there... The sexual component of this is a waste of fucking time for me. Yeah, I mean, you know? for me at that point, it's just physicality, That's right? It. Like there is right. no mental uh, stimulation that's happening right. whatsoever. And I mean, I guess that can be fun from time to time. I could see how people would be into that, that just like carnal, like, oh, we're going to fuck and nothing else matters. Right. But that is certainly not my preference. No. And so the first time it's like, okay, we went to the room. He also only brought one fucking condom and it broke. Yeah. So that was a huge fucking Debbie Downer moment. And right. he knows not to fucking do that in the future. But I mean, just overall, there was not a lot of like mental connection there for me that first time. He reaches back out like a year 
year later. Literally a year later. And he's like, hey, I know the first time wasn't perfect, but can we try this again? And the second time was okay. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it. I think that there was much more, you know, we, we sat and talked on the couch for a while. He's actually very funny. He has a very kind of dry, witty sense of humor, very like yeah. British-esque. He's not British, but yeah. that's what it reminds me of is that like dry humor. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of vibing with him more, but the sex still kind of just wasn't, it wasn't on fire. And, you know, I think also for me, it's important to note that the vast majority of my play partners that I've had over time, especially if it's more than one time, the sex is fire, right? right? Like I know how to find guys that make sense for me that just fucking ignite me and get me super, super excited. So this was still kind of like, eh, it was just okay. Right. And the other thing I fucking hated, which we also talked about last night, is he ran out of our house like it was on fucking yeah. fire after we had that. sex. Yeah. Like literally we had sex. He comes, he goes in the bathroom, cleans up and he dresses himself and is out the door in less than two minutes. Yep, yep. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you could at least give me a couple of pleasantries. You were just inside me for 45 minutes. You right. can't at least be like, you know, hey, that was nice. Thank you. Or something. Well, that's And that's actually why I was surprised last night because I didn't know that's who you were having over. I just yeah. knew you were having someone that you knew over the house, so it wasn't a concern. But I didn't realize that was him. I It was literally... He, I never even would have considered him again yeah. because that was a not great experience. Well, so he reached out probably a week and a half, two weeks ago and was like, hey, I know the first two times have not been fucking stellar. What is it? St- but, oh, let me back up a second. What is this telling you about what experiences he's having? Because what this tells me is he's fucking crashing and burning because he has now come to you three times. Once it took him almost a year to get back to you. And this time it's been what? Six months. And he yeah. reaches back out knowing full well, because you made no bones about it. It wasn't a great interaction. There is not a lot of chemistry there, but this guy keeps coming back to you. A, because, I mean, you know, you're super fucking cutie pants, no question about it. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just saying he's desperate? Is that what's going no, on? No, what I'm saying is that given everything you just outlined, they're still the best experiences he's having. So what the fuck is going on with the people he's interacting with? Well, I think he's very, very shy. I think he really struggles with meeting new people, which yeah, we talked yeah. about last night too. Yeah. Um, I think for him, in a perfect world, he would just find someone consistent that he can play with regularly and that you know he doesn't really have to step out of his comfort zone in that way right. because he's just not an uber social person. See, th- and that's ideal. However, here's the caveat. If this were a guy given everything else that, that you know he's got going on, all the qualities that he's got that are really good, that you enjoy, if he was a guy with which you had chemistry, this would be the perfect scenario. Right. The problem is what's missing is the most important component when it comes to long-term, consistent, regular play partners. Chemistry. There's very little to talk about. You don't have any real energy. So what did I tell you last night? This is a guy who has, unfortunately or fortunately, gets to be put into a slot. And that slot is simple. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that because he and I had this conversation. So I want to get into all of that. Okay. So here's what happens. He texts me about two weeks ago, asked for another shot. I'm like, I really don't know if that makes any sense. And he's like, I really think that for me, I just need to like ramp up. It takes me time. If you give me another shot, I'd really like to show you what I have in me. I can be a really good lover for you, all these things. And I'm like... Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so then what happens? Cade cancels on me. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to roll the dice and and we're going to see what happens. And this lends itself to where I landed on all of this. Because you contacted this guy out of the blue, uh, I guess a couple, four hours-ish, right? Was it about four hours? About six hours. Okay. So within six hours of you contacting him, he was able and prepared and willing and eager to come over and fuck your brains out. Right. That's what we're looking for. Well, he's also a single guy. He has no children. On the younger side, he he's has, younger than you. He has a set work schedule, so he's off yep. every day by five. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he has the flexibility and there was able go. to do it. And so, anyway, I'm like, we're going to fucking try this out and see how it goes. And for me, honestly, it was kind of a social experiment. Like. Sure. Obviously, like I said, this is a more shy person. This is somebody who I think probably even just like with friends probably takes some time to warm up. He's kind of guarded. So I was like, you know, maybe the third time is going to be what it takes. So anyway, he comes over, you leave the house, he comes over and we sit and uh, we, you know, kind of bullshit on the couch for a few minutes. But I didn't want to go too far down that road because he's not it's not that he's dull by any means. He's very, very smart is what I learned last night too. Yeah. 
So, but I, I didn't want to focus on that. I really wanted to try to build some level of sexual connection with him. So we talked for a few minutes and then he kind of leaned over and asked if he could kiss me. And I said, sure. And in my head, I'm like, fuck it. We're just going to fling ourselves into this fucking experience, right? right? We're just going to go full bore. So he kind of starts kissing me and I'm like, lay back on the couch. And I'm like, I'm going to take you know, fucking control of this thing. So he has his back kind of perched up on our pillows on the couch and I just straddle him. I put one leg over, just start straddling his fucking, you know, his body. I put my entire body weight on him and just start making out with him. I am kissing all over him. I start kissing on his neck. He's not really touching me. So I grab his hands and put them on my ass. And then I kind of start grinding up on him. So you're basically drawing him a fucking picture. I I am doing all of it. I am doing all of it. Because, again, this guy's very shy. So I'm like. Listen, that's real shy. Because now you're, it's just the two of you. Yeah. Not like you're on display. It's also not the first time you've been together. Yeah. I mean, he's he must be painfully shy. <laughs> I, just... I don't remember him being that that introverted when we first met him the first time, but it's two fucking years now. It's, I barely is. remember the interaction. I just, I remember how cute the bartender was. I don't remember a lot about him. I don't him. remember anything about the bartender. I wasn't focused on him. Oh, she was adorable. Interesting. Yeah. Brian and the bartenders. Ignore anyway, yes, he is very, very shy. So I, I now have his hands on my ass. I'm grinding up against him. And then things start to really get hot. Like he's getting hard. I can feel his cock. He has a huge cock. Yeah. So I felt it kind of growing in his pants because, again, I'm like, you know, we're still completely clothed. I had a like a teddy, a lace black teddy thing on under my clothes. Were you wearing what you had on when I got home? Is that what you had on? No. So when you got home, I had a robe on. I got you. Okay. But I had clothes on. I had my black teddy number and then I had clothes over it. So no no skin was really touching aside from like my hands on him and that sort of thing. But, you know, no no clothes have come off up to this point. So I'm just kind of like grinding my hips up against him. He's making out with me and things really start to get hot. Like there was one moment where I'm kind of kissing on his neck and onto his ear and he starts whispering dirty things to me. And I was like, okay, I like where this is heading. You know, he's saying things like, God, you feel so good. I can feel the heat coming off your body. I want to lick that pussy tonight. And I'm like, okay, this is working for me. So, you know, that lasts for a while. And I'm getting very turned on by the fact that he's so fucking hard. Just for me, like grinding up on him and kissing him, that sort of thing. So then eventually I lead him into the bedroom. I get off of him. I lead him into the bedroom and he's kind of standing there and I said, start stripping your clothes off. And he's like, okay. So he starts doing that. I start doing the same. I take off the top that I have on. I take off my pants and now I'm just standing there in this black teddy number. And I will also say there was something, and this may sound kind of shitty, but because I didn't know how this was going to go and it didn't feel like a high pressure situation, I feel like my confidence with my body, with myself was through the fucking roof. Because I guess in my head it's like what do i have to lose right, right. you know is that shitty to say no I don't it's think just so. honest i don't no, know no i don't think so i mean listen there comes a point where you've got to make some things happen and there are some concessions to be had and you know at some point you've just kind of you know you just got to do what you got to do it, well it's it, it's not that it wasn't that i was doing what i got to do i did do that and my confidence kind of you know helped yeah. with that for me though it was like i i can think back to most of the other times that i'm with somebody and i'm taking my clothes off to reveal that i'm in very very little clothing yeah. and i immediately start thinking oh is he gonna see yeah, my cellulite yeah. is my fucking fupa gonna be too much for you know whatever like i just start thinking all of those like negative things and for whatever reason with him and I, I think it's because there was like whatever happens in this moment yeah, is no fine. expectation didn't yeah this was once again though also this goes this goes lends itself to what i'm i you know the big thing for me in this whole thing whether this worked out or not or whether he he had a uh, hang-ups about whatever then fucking matter you had a mission you were on a mission right Th- that's what this was i had a goal i wanted to get fucked yeah it doesn't matter and i wanted to reconnect with you afterwards that that's was it. literally all i cared about that's it so anyway He starts getting undressed. I'm now undressed. And his body is fucking rocking, man. I mean, this man is, he is so nice to look at. He has clearly been working out. He has like the start of a six pack going on. His arms are just like muscly and kind of veiny, which I fucking love, just like your arms. And it was just hot. So anyway, he gets on the bed with me. And we're laying next to each other and we're making out with each other and he's rubbing all over me. And now my ass is exposed because my teddy was a thong. So he kind of starts rubbing up my booty and into like the thong. And then he reaches his hand around to the front, starts playing.
playing with my clit. Everything's working for me. He remarks on how wet I am. I'm sure I was fucking dripping. I was really turned on by this whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And then he starts kind of, uh, you know, like running his hand up my back and into my hair. And I was like, pull my hair. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yes. So I had kind of this like messy bun thing going on. He reached up into it and kind of started yanking on it again. Like I had to paint the picture for him, but he was very willing and able to like follow instruction and get me to where I wanted to be. Well, it seems like, I mean, it sounds to me based on how shy, obviously you make it him seem he needs that instruction because he's not going to do it on his own. Yeah. Right. He's not going to just step out there. I mean, shit, he wasn't even touching you while you're grinding on his cock on the couch. He needs a little bit of like uh, reassurance you know, and that it's okay and, and some direction. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fucking great. So then I'm like, I have to suck your cock. And he says, okay. So he starts laying on his back. I get in between his legs. And again, this man's cock is fucking, it's so nice. It is uniform. It is large. It is girthy. It's just nice. And he also clearly has a great grooming habit because everything is so smooth and smelled so good. Like it was almost like an aftershave type smell, but not overpowering. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know what the fuck he's using, but whatever soap or whatever he, it was just awesome. So I'm down there and I'm sucking his cock. And this is where things for me start to get a little bit off the rails because while we were on the couch and he's dirty talking with me, I was like, okay, now we're moving in the right direction. He's being verbal with me. He seems really confident, but I'm sucking his cock and I'm doing all the tricks. I'm deep throating. I'm kind of sucking on his balls because the last time we were together, he told me he liked that. Right. And, you know, I'm running my hands up and down his legs. I'm doing everything that I can to really get him where he wants to go. And he's making no noise at all. That's so strange. Not a I don't single... even know. I don't know how it's possible. To the point, one point I, I, I stopped sucking his cock. I'm kind of touching on his balls. I'm like, does that feel good? He's like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't see listen you touch my balls my balls are in your mouth I'm making all kinds of noises <laughs> so I don't even know how that's possible so I'm like okay I don't really know if I'm doing a good job bad job he says I'm doing a good job and I'm like I, I even stopped at one point and said if you want me to do something just let me know like in right. other words if I need to change something up I, I'm happy to do that but you have to give me the roadmap because I'm doing everything I know how to do and you're making no fucking noises no so we kind of stopped and I was like hey just so you know if this feels good it would be really cool for you to tell me that just because I want you to have fun. Like, that's really important to me. That's how I put it to him, and that's how I meant it. You know, I want, I genuinely wanted him to have fun in that moment. Of course. And he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I start sucking it again, and I can tell he's genuinely trying. Like, he's saying things like, oh, that's nice. That's good right there. But it still is not, like, as enthusiastic as I would like, or as I prefer. I guess, listen, a lot of this comes down to experiential, you know, type thing. It's like, who knows what his sexual history has been like in terms of play partners and you know have they been enthusiastic has he has he had play partners that really like you understand their own desires and wants and needs and you know who knows you know because he's a younger guy you know maybe there isn't a great deal of experience there for him to to draw from yeah. you know so he doesn't really know like can I express myself or this person's really kind of still a stranger to me and as, as shy as he is, he might be concerned about being vulnerable. You is know? she going to judge me? Is she yeah, going to think I I'm mean, moaning too much? Is right. it going to be weird if I do? Right, yeah, right, I mean, right. any of those things could be possible. But I, more so than anything, I just wanted him to feel comfortable. I right. really did. So, and, and he was really trying for me, which I super appreciated. Yeah, there's something to be said for effort. So know? then we swap. I get on my back. He starts going down on me and it was good. It was really good. And I was like, okay, this is the perfect time for me to kind of model what it is I like right, right? right. Yeah. that's how I was trying to think of it yeah. yeah so while he's going down on me I'm like oh whatever you're doing right there that's so good I like that that feels amazing you know I'm moaning yeah. I take my tits out of my my teddy and I'm like playing with my nipples and he reaches up and starts playing with one of my tits and I'm like okay this is working Took for a cue. me that's good yeah and I he did not make me come while he was going down on me but I think that was more so because I was in my head at that point sure. right because it felt great he was doing everything he needed to do there was one moment he was licking me and reached around like under my leg to grab onto my ass yeah. and i was like harder and he was like squeezing and i was like oh that's really nice yeah so nothing he was doing was wrong i just i couldn't get there he was from a mental direction. perspective that's something a hundred percent so then i'm like okay i really think you should get a condom on and he says okay and he's like how do you want me and i said you should lay down on your back i want to ride you and he said okay perfect so he lays down on his back and i get on top of him and i I start riding him and that fucking initial stretch with a cock like that is just so nice. I know I talk about it every time, but God damn, it's so fucking sexy. Also, from uh, when you're on top, you can control 
the you know the depth the pace and you know that kind of thing. A hundred percent. And I was very wet from him eating me out and everything. So I climb on top. I start riding him. I place one hand on each of his pecs. He's got these great just like muscular pecs that I fucking I was super turned on by. So I put one hand on each pec and I'm using that to kind of like booty bounce off of him. And you know he kind again he's trying. He's really trying. He's yeah. like that feels good. Your pussy's really wet. I'm like okay we're starting to move in the right direction again. But then he closes his eyes and he's no longer looking at me at all he's just he's getting lost in it somehow or or he's trying to keep himself from being too animated is that possible i don't and, and know he doesn't want to like i said he doesn't want to be vulnerable i, I have don't know. no idea what would you say as a man what's your guess i because immediately i thought he, it was more, somewhere else i thought it was that he that vulnerability was bothering him because we were yeah for the first probably two minutes i'm riding him we're staring into each other's eyes yeah, and i was like okay this is kind of hot there's there's something going on here and i think he got freaked out it by that and making closed him his uncomfortable eyes. yeah i mean listen for me especially when someone's on riding me which is like because then i get to see all of you yeah and that's like the hottest thing for me yeah. right so anytime any you or any of my partners are riding me it's a it's it's super fucking hot I, yeah there's just something about what you're seeing. So the last thing I'm going to do is close my eyes because the main reason I want you there is so he can see you. Yeah. But if he's if he's doing that, but he didn't start out doing that, it tells me he got somehow he got uncomfortable somehow. Yeah. And got it in his own head and became really vulnerable. Which that which is, I mean, obviously it's the I would say a sign of someone who's super shy. So I was like, you know, I'm going to amp it up. I'm going to fucking turn this around. So I lean down at one point. I'm basically like on one side of him, if that makes any sense. And I'm leaning down, whispering into his ear while I'm riding on him. And I start kind of doing like a figure eight motion with my hips. And I can tell that I'm getting close from that because my pussy, my clit is like rubbing up against the rest of his body. Yeah. And it just feels fucking amazing. And so I start whispering in his ear, like, I love this big cock. It feels so good inside of me. But he's not reciprocating at that point at all. Well, I mean, listen, you're giving him that positive affirmation. He was probably really enjoying it, but was, again, just wasn't sure where to go with that. So you know? I ended up coming and, you know, I squeeze pretty hard when that yeah. happens. And so, you know, he's like, I'm going to come if you keep doing that. And I was like, well, I mean, okay. okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I have this crazy orgasm and then he comes almost immediately after that. And I kind of get off him and I start laying next to him. And uh, he's like, he was like, I, I wanted to go longer. And I was like, well, is that why you were shutting your eyes? And he's like, oh, was I shutting my eyes? And I was like, yeah. yeah so you don't even know yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 that's not why. And, you know, he's like, it just, it, I wanted to go a couple more, you know, positions with you. I had some ideas for some things. Right. And I was like, well, you know, it was still great. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Well, it had to be because when you were riding me after I got home, the same thing, you were basically kind of replaying for me what had happened. You squirted all over me and launched yourself off of me. So it had to be, you must have really <laughs> enjoyed yourself while it was happening. Well, so anyway, we're laying next to each other and he even says like, I'm not going to rush out of here just so you know. Like I understand okay. from the last time, I'm not just going to rush right out of here. He's, he can, he takes, he, he learns. Good. And I was like, okay, good, good. Yeah. I appreciate that. So yeah. we kind of sat and we talked for a couple of minutes and he's like, do you feel like that was better? And I said, I absolutely do. I, I felt like that was a lot more fun than we've had in the past. I still don't feel like you've broken out of your shell with with me and I don't know what I can do to help you with that. Like if there's something I can do, I want to know. Right. Because for me, it's like this was not a bad sex experience at all. Like he was good at eating my pussy. Seem like he it. talked dirty with me. He followed instructions. I came on his cock. So it wasn't bad. It just wasn't like out of this fucking world. And, you know, and he's like, no, I just, you know, I need more time. And so anyway, he gets cleaned up and dressed and he gives me a big hug and he leaves. And then I'm sitting there thinking to myself, am I just a spoiled fucking brat? Well, Have I just become so spoiled by the many insanely hot sessions I've had. It's not a question of spoiled. It's not. This is a question of levels, right? It's not any different from what I say about my regular play partners. Why am I not in a rush or am I eager or am I desperate to meet anybody else? I've got amazing play partners. I have you and two amazing play partners. So if it doesn't happen, that's just fucking fine because I know exactly what I've gotten and how amazing it is. And so I'm not, I don't need to put myself in a situation where I'm trying to figure it out again, or I don't need to go through the hassle. With you, you also have so many amazing partners and, and phenomenal experiences. You you have an expectation, whether even though you're not you're not holding someone accountable for any particular kind of experience, 
you do have expectations. And the truth of the matter is, when you have amazing experience or a amazing experience with someone, and then you you're maybe with someone else, you're subconsciously. It's not that you're you're measuring them. It's but, impossible not to rank it. Yeah, yeah. Even I if mean, you're not meaning to, because that's a shitty way to well, look. Well, yeah. Because at, if I said to you, hey, based on that experience, would you rather play with him, with Wes, or Cade? Give it to me in order. Yeah. Right? He's going to be third in order. Because yeah. you don't have the connection with him. Yeah. And again, it, w- it was not bad. And he's so fucking hot. He really is. Yeah. He has a lot of really good qualities. He's very respectful. Obviously, he learns from his past mistakes. Yeah. First of all, he brought like six condoms with his, him this time. Well, yeah. So from he the didn't first, rush out of the fucking house. From the first experience to the third, the guy's got exponentially better. Of course. You got to give him credit. And it was fun. And I'm really trying to look at it like that because as I, like I mentioned, I'm looking to meet some new people in the new year have some different experiences not every single one of them is going to be an earth-shattering life-changing sexual encounter no listen you've also you've had three different experiences with this guy over the course of like a year and a half yeah just every time you've seen the guy it's like meeting him again for the first time well and the other thing that i i'm trying to like really keep in mind with these experiences is the end goal is you and I reconnecting. That's it. The yeah. end goal is you and I gaining something both sexually and emotionally from me being with other people. Right. And so, and last night was fucking hot. Yeah. You came home. So what happened was he left and I had, I still had the teddy on and it was dripping wet. Yeah. So I took it off and I put my little leopard print robe on over it. And then you come home and we kind of bullshitted for a little bit. I think I took a quick bath or something, you right? Did. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually you, when I come out of the bath, you're, in the bedroom. I took a shower after you did because oh, I had just right, come back because you had been at the gym. Yeah. So then we got into bed after that and you and I had crazy hot sex. I was riding your cock like you said, squirted fucking everywhere. I Push came like four times in like 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah, you just threw yourself off me. I mean, it was hot and fucking heavy. So did it do its job? Did he do his job? Not yeah, that he the, has well, a job in the, but you know what I mean? Like, we all know why we're here. He played his role. Yeah. And this is what I said to you last night. You've got two particular partners right now, Wes and Cade, they have obviously crazy schedules. They have big responsibilities. They're fucking adults. They got shit to do. What you now need to do is to cap that with a couple of guys who don't have that level of responsibility. Now, in doing so, in my opinion, you got you got two options, right? One of them is a younger guy who has a job but doesn't have kids, doesn't have a partner, you know, has availability. Or it's got to be someone older, also single, who is not responsible for anyone or other than himself or anything is maybe retired, has his own business and very flexible. That's going to be a much more difficult option in my opinion, because as you get older, you and you know, you just automatically and you know, you inherit more responsibility. Right. So, well, I'm also not attracted typically to people that are of retirement age. Well, that's my point. So what's, so what's the best alternative here? You got a guy who's a, who's drop younger. He's younger than you are. Doesn't have a lot more responsibility other than to himself. On a six-hour notice, was able to show up, fuck you, give us an opportunity to reconnect. So was it the perfect experience based on previous experiences? No, okay, maybe not. However, you like the guy. He's super nice. He's very respectful. He's good-looking. He's got a huge cock. You had orgasms. I'm, I don't see the problem. Yeah. So the, what we have to do when it comes to this kind of thing, or you do... Is, un- is fortunately or unfortunately, people do fall into categories, right? Like, hey, we have a lot of scenarios that you and I like to kind of go through. If you can contact this guy and go, hey, can you be here at our place at 11 o'clock tonight and fuck me while uh, Brian's asleep? Yeah. That guy can do that. Yeah. You can't do that with a guy like Wes. Right. You can't do it with Cade. It's not possible. Their schedules won't permit it. I'm sure they'd love to do it, but they can't. Yeah. Because the other guy that you did that with, also 20-something years old, no more responsibility than himself. No kids, no partner, no nothing. He's got a set schedule for his job. That kid just showed up at fucking midnight and it was on. <laughs> that's that's what you need. Yeah. So I think I'm I'm always trying to chase perfection. That's part that's of the problem. The pro- well, and that and that's where I'm at. Yeah. Which is why for me, it's like a non-starter. Like I am not. Tr- There's no way I'm going to find another long-term regular play partner like Jade. I'm not. I'm not even looking. I'm not even going to try, Yeah, you know? And when and if our 
physical relationship should come to an end because maybe she gets into you know a, a, a monogamous relationship or I don't starts, see that happening. I don't but... either because that's not her. But maybe she gets into a relationship where she's trying to cultivate it and needs to take a step back until they determine where they're going to be in the space. It's very possible. Anything could happen. Until that happens, uh, or or should that happen, I wouldn't I wouldn't even look to find someone to replace her with in terms of a long-term play partner. Yeah. It would be a disappointment. No, I completely agree. So anyway, it was a good experience. I, I, I am looking at the positives of it. You know, he asked, he texted me today and asked for my feedback okay. and I was very honest with him. That's I said, a big you know, deal. I don't think our connection and chemistry is there yet. It, I feel like based on last night, it could develop over time. And if I was going to play with you again in the future, I would prefer for you to try to be more verbal with me. Well, also, and he was like, that's fucking perfect. Thank you. And I really appreciate it that too well also maybe don't wait six months well that too yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean like the first time was over a year ago then it was the second time was like six months ago and so maybe this time it's maybe within the next quarter you know that might be a that's good a good plan. plan yeah you know what i mean absolutely so if you guys want to hear more behind the scenes from this experience or some other experiences that we're having the fun that we're having in the lifestyle we tell our patreon members a lot Everything. i was reflecting back on the last couple of bonus episodes that we put up and the last sex on your terms episode that we talked about yeah we get pretty honest and, on those yeah. episodes yeah. so if you want to hear more of us you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to get all of that bonus content if you want to see me getting dick down you can also do that at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers if you want to see us on video we are now on youtube and Pornhub, both at front porch swinger well front porch swinger on Pornhub, front porch swingers on youtube yes. and of course we would love to see you for an upcoming event especially in the new year if you head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com you can see all of the events that we have planned you do have to apply for membership it is free to do so yes once approved you can join us for anything that we have going on and we have some really good shit happening january 25th club joy in la cannot fucking wait we're in the la market it's going to be every month starting in january what an amazing event that's going to be our friends genie wishes joining us there uh and fucking march and Den in denver if you're in the denver area don't fuck around you need to come to that party it's a blast fuck yes and thank you guys very much for listening thanks everybody